cliffcentral.com We're going to cry, laugh and love. And we're going to do it together. The Life with Libang podcast. You will not believe it, but we are back. Woo-woo. I'm so psyched, man. I never thought I'd be in the seat again this soon. It feels like I went on maternity leave like two days ago. And now here I am back in this jungle, ready to hang out with you, ready to entertain you and just ready to chill and get to know what's been happening. You know, when you go away on maternity leave, life goes on for everybody else. For them, their normal lives are continuing. People are doing their thing, going to work, blah, blah, blah. For you, you just get stuck and you're like, okay, now I'm at home. I'm just chilling, waiting for this thing that I'm baking inside of me to decide that it is ready to exit. And sometimes they can bake and bake and bake and bake and the alarm will go off like ding, 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 but they still don't want to come out. But luckily for me, that wasn't the situation this time around. And I'm so keen to tell you all about my fourth pregnancy. I don't want to go too much into detail because that'll take us like forever. But I am going to give you just like some nuggets on how the experience was and how everything went. And if this is your first time listening to cliffcentral.com, well, welcome to the first day of the rest of your life. You've made the right choice. This is a safe space. We have awesome conversations here. We have great content here. My name is Lebang Khosana and this show is called Life with Lebang, where we discuss all things life with Lebang. Yay! Phew. So I'm back from maternity leave, guys. I know, I know, I know, I know. Finally, this is season two. Of the show And I'm excited I'm keen I mean we made it this far I think we We recorded like 50 something episodes In season 1 So it's been like a year And some time And now we're in season 2 The energy is exciting Everybody's so excited Like everybody's just hyped And really ready To to give you some Really good entertainment And some good content Most importantly And you know me by now Like my vibes are just like Positivity Entertainment But also a lot of education Because I want you To listen to the show And at least at the end of it, be like, ah, I learned something new today. Or say, aha, I did think blah, 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 blah. You know what I mean? I want you just to be fulfilled. Like some value must be added in your life. So thank you for being here. If if you are here with me and it's your first time, then amen. I hope that we're going to grow together and get to know one another Um, as we as we do this life thing. And this life thing is so great. And like I said, I just got back from maternity leave, fourth pregnancy. I did not know what to expect, to be honest. Like during the pregnancy, I was like, okay, cool. Yay, another baby. Whoa, <laughs> how did I get here? I mean, I know how I got here, but I mean, like, you know, when you just like don't plan things and then God has his own plans for your life. That's where I was. The pregnancy itself was interesting. It was my first, uh, most difficult, I would say. I mean, my first three pregnancies were quite swift. I was very, very lucky. I wasn't sick or anything. I didn't have any funny blah, blah, blahs. Like I didn't have like anything except for like swelling feet and maybe a little bit of heartburn. That's literally about it. I was getting enough rest. I was, you know, getting a lot of support. I had a great pregnancy up until the final day. That's when things got to get, started getting very difficult on the 1st of July, 2022. I will never forget. This was the day where I am like, okay, cool. Ready to have this child. And my expected date was the 8th of July. But on the 1st of July at around 3 p.m., I, I could feel now there's things happening in my stomach. Like it's going down. It's feeling like a bit of a basketball match in there. Just pa 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 pa. I'm like, okay, cool. She's getting ready. But the irony is that the 1st of July was also the day when I was moving into my new home. 
So on one end, I'm like, yay, excited for a new home. Boxes are being unpacked. Wah, 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 wah. But then in the same, you know, moment, I'm like, okay, my stomach, ow, ow, ow. I'm clearly having contractions. I'm clearly in labor. So I spent maybe about four hours in like labor from three till around half past six. Yeah, I was in, I was in active labor and I could feel, I know. Every 30 minutes, it's going down. I'm busy counting. I'm counting the distance between each contraction to the point where I ended up in the bath. I was like, you know what? Let me sit in the bath in my new home. I'm in the bath. The water's running. Now it's like every 30 seconds. Boom, boom, boom. I'm like, okay, this child is here. I think the baby arrived at around quarter past seven. I was at the hospital by 7 p.m. I walked in. The nurses were like, how are you feeling? Do you think you'll survive? I'm like, this child is at the door. If we don't do something now, this child will arrive on this floor. So you guys get into, get into gear. And I kid you not, they put me onto the bed and the baby arrived. Literally 20 minutes later, it was like two pushes, nice and easy, swift in and out. As always, God had my back. So hallelujah. I'm very, very glad that that went well. Uh, baby came home the next day. Everything was amazing. And now that was four months ago. And now I'm just like in grind mode, um, balancing all of my babies. Remember that my fourth pregnancy was my third girl. So my third daughter, who's, she's now what, three months. That was three months ago. Then there's my one and a half year old, who's also a girl. Then there's my three-year-old, who's also a girl. And then there's my big boy, who's my eight-year-old. And then my stepson is my 10-year-old boy. So in total, there's five. And I can honestly say, I think I've thrown in the towel. God has been great. Uh, I've had an amazing time. And I'm not I'm not keen to fall pregnant anytime soon. I think I was going to take a bit of a break. You know, just give that a little bit of a break. Focus more on my career for now. But um yeah, I think... Funny enough, the thing that I struggled with the most this time around was actually naming my baby, which is strange because there's so many names out there. I should just be able to Google and say cool names for child or whatever the case is. And I've never, ever struggled with this before um, in the past. With my son, it was very easy to name him because I already knew what I wanted to name him. With my first daughter, I went to my parents for some guidance. You know, obviously when the grandparents come through, they also know these things. Some of the things that we don't know, they know. They also helped out. And then with my second daughter, I went to my partner's parents and then they helped out. So we've always had just like, it was always easy for us. This was the first pregnancy where I was like... What am I going to name this child? How am I feeling right now? Should I name this child based on how I'm feeling? Should I name this child after somebody? What exactly is the process? Do I give my child a white name? Do I give my child a non-white name? What are the, you know, the rules with regards to naming a child? And mind you, I was quite embarrassed because it's not my first rodeo. Like I've got other children, but I was so stuck. And it made me realize that, you know what, you're not always going to know what you want to do and you're not always going to have the answers and it's okay. And that's actually what I want to speak about today because I think there's so much that goes into naming a child. But beyond that, that name is going to follow your child forever. You're literally giving them a label. You're giving them like a title. So it's such an important part of the process of becoming a parent is ensuring that you're not just going to, you know, all willy nilly, just the first thing that comes to mind, just throw, give it some thought, ask yourself, you know, what, 
what kind of life do you envision for your child? If you want your child to be extremely successful, then hey, you might want to name your child success to each their own at the end of the day. But I know that there are some names that have such beautiful meanings that sometimes you're just like, ah, it doesn't matter that it's a very common name. I don't mind giving my child that name. For, For example, the name Mpo. Mpo for me is, I know maybe about... 10 people that are named Mpo. It's a very common name, but it's beautiful. It means gift, you know, a gift from God, a gift from your ancestors. And that makes sense why it's such a common name. Then you get the name Siabonga, which means we are thankful. Of course, after you've had a child, you're very thankful in that moment. It would make sense why a parent would name their child. That's why these names may be common, but they're common for a reason because they are beautiful names. And then there's my daughter's name, my my my, my first daughter who's three, Amokhelang, which means being welcome. Ra'amokhela, we are welcoming this child into the family, into the household. Names that have like actual meanings, I think I resonate with them the most because it's like, okay, cool, this makes sense. You're not just, you know, throwing it out there. And I know, for example, like some celebrities have been known to get very excited and, you know, name their children things like blankets and apple and good for y'all. I mean, good for you. If that tickles your fancy, if that's your cup of tea, I'm not here to judge. I'm just saying for me personally, this is the first time I had a child where I was stuck with the name. I didn't know what to name my child. And it gave me, I guess, an extra more work extra job to now sit and research and find and think and boo I was just like whew, once I once I know what I'm going to name this child it'll just it'll come to me but I need to give it the time that it also um, deserves and there's also like emotional warnings in some names some names reflect the mood or circumstance of the family at the time of the birth like I mentioned earlier and this does happen a lot so for example Tsietsi I know a couple of people that are named Tsietsi and if if you know what Tsietsi means I mean it means trouble and if, for example, maybe there was a, a problem during childbirth or something was happening in the family at that time, unfortunately, some children represent, you know, a moment or a feeling in a family's time. A, a, word, a name like Matlakala. I mean, Matlakala means rubbish, guys. It means rubbish, but there's people out there that are named Matlakala. It happens. It happens. As well as Kotsi. Kotsi means danger. Kotsi. But that is the child that, I mean, it happens, you know. So I I just realized that, you know, being being a child and having a name like Matlakala must be very difficult in primary school. Because like kids are mean, like kids out there are not that friendly. And if you get to school, you're like, hi, my name is Matlakala. And your teacher goes, oh, Matlakala, what does that actually mean? And you say, oh, it means rubbish. Then you're a laughingstock, sadly. But also, it's not just vernacular names that have meanings. It's also some English names, and this is news to me because sometimes you don't know, but that's the nice thing about life with Lebang. You learn new things. The name Abigail, which is really a beautiful name, also has quite a special meaning. It means a father's joy. Huh? So it's sometimes abbreviated as Abby or Abs, whatever. And also Catherine. Catherine means pure or clear. That's pretty nice as well. Layla, what a pretty name. Layla means dark beauty or the night. That's also very nice. So it's pretty. Like some some names are pretty. I know a lot of um, people are named after things like flowers, you know, lilac, blossom, what, what. <laughs> that's nice. I think that's cool. And then if you look at other parts of, you know, the continent in Zimbabwe, a lot of names um, are English names, which isn't ironic at all, considering the history. But some of them can be quite surprising. There's a lot of 
success. You know, kids in Zimbabwe, a lot of them are named success. A lot of them are named, you know, more brilliant. Uh, a lot of them will kiss more, more love more. It's very clearly a direct English taken from the word. And now my child is brilliant. I want my child to be blessing. More love more. Amen. I'm not here to judge. I'm just here to say that naming your child is ultimately an important thing. And there's also a lot of different variables that come with naming your child, especially if you're going to name your child after a specific person. But we'll get to that later. So as you know, I'm not, you know, the most well-versed in this thing. And I love to bring in the experts. I love to bring people onto the show that can shed some light into some of these matters that uh, we experience, whether you have experienced them or not, or whether you're about to experience them. I just hope that after listening to this episode, you'll be like, ah, when I name my child, maybe I must, you know, try this or try that method. So I'm happy to share with you that I'm not alone in the studio today. I'm hanging out with Amanda Mudise. Her ancestral name is Goko Hadinelwe, which is, oh, you must explain what that means, right? Not, not immediately, not immediately, but eventually. She grew up in Glen Hazel and she was brought up by a Jewish family, which is extremely interesting. Her journey started in 2008 uh, in Kwakwa and she later led to Intabazwe in Harry Smith in 2013 and now Snake Park in Soweto. So I'm so glad that you're joining us here today, Amanda, and uh, welcome to Life with Lebang. You are the expert, right? You're also a mother of three boys. So I'll just start with this. When it comes to naming your children, what were the things that you were looking into specifically? Sure, Lebang. Um, first of all, thank you for having me. Absolutely. Um, congratulations. Thank you. Can I just say I envy you? Girls, I got boys. I love them. Uh, I'm but you know? <laughs> yeah. Mini me? Uh, wow. All right. Let's get back to your questions. Um, what came to me while naming my princes, they're my princes, they're my backup, they're my, mm, mm. um, rightly so, you know, when we name a child, different things come into play and you at one stage actually touched on what I would do. The matriarch, most probably the mother in the family would then step in if it's a firstborn. So my firstborn was named by my mother. Okay. And um, there's always a story behind name, naming a child. There's always something that's going to come through depicted in a name. So incidentally, my mother only had one son and my son was her first grandchild. So, um, do you know, the name Moketsi, he's Moketsi. Yeah, yeah. It's stuck. Yeah. And beautiful. And be- in every week in my kids. No. Um and it the name follows through. He brings more joy, laughter, mm. maverick, mm. total dark cloud, but you know, mm. at the very same time he adds to everything mm. family. Mm. You know? My second born, Vuisile. Oh gosh, okay. Now Vuisile incidentally is closer. Happiness. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Is he a ball of happiness? Is he, his laughter just lights up everything as well. Yeah. Um, very grounded. His second name is, um, Temba. My hope. Ah, uh, yes. Very, very grounded. Yes. Um, 
And again, once again, somebody that I actually, my confidant, eh? mm. somebody I can actually go to and say, hey boy, is that color? Is that Yeah. And would sit and have a passport. And Utembalam, Utembalam veil. Yeah. All right. And then my last one, no, Andili. Now please look at that play. Andili and Mogetsu are basically the same thing, mm. but just different. Languages? Yeah. Yeah. So again, yes, emotions, situations actually direct in most cases what we will name a child. Yeah. So in the process of naming a child, um, what do you think you know, the the role of a child's name will do as they grow. Because some people will argue that, ah, it's just a name. You know, it's not like um, the, the thing that I name you will affect you in, in a certain way. But from your experience and from what you know, what will the name actually do or how will the name affect the child as they grow? Shall we take it in an African context? Yes, please. All right. In an Afri- African context, um, the name that you bestow to your child is not only about the child's identity. It has a lot of intimacy involved in it. It has a lot of significance into it. So um, how can I put it? There is a negative or maybe not really say negative, a downside to it. Okay. Mm. Meaning mm. a bad name. Oh, you know, Western word. It actually, it comes, what's the word to say? It comes forth. Yeah. It, it, it has so much significance mm. in a child's life. Mm. You use the, the, um, um, example of naming one a Matlakala. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, of naming one a Tzietzi, you know. Um, and mind you, me looking back and having thought about this, it also says to me that in most cases, some names are hereditary. And that is something that we actually need to look into and understand. Yes. Because I, in my age, when our age go, we wouldn't just say one like Matlakala. No ways. Exactly. No ways. So the talo kore matlaka like kono 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 kono. Exactly. And then and then busoko da wana kiki 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 matlaka la kiki kono arona because kono ulela lina. Do you understand? Maybe matiyeti kiki malume or tiyeti kita mukulo or rangwani or. And that's how um, these names actually come to be Because with the younger generations They're actually moving away from such names And more subtler names um, You're still African, but subtle um, So uh, I would, You would name one People would say yeah, But you are actually preempting And, and um, giving direction That Tata Exactly. Exactly. From, the, from birth. From birth, and that's unnecessary. So, yes. if you're saying, for example, right? But you don't want to give your child that name for this exact reason that we're discussing. How do you now balance not listening to 
you know, cries, whether Nkhuna is still with us or whether Nkhuna is now an ancestor, how do we say no thank you and avoid giving our child a name that's ultimately going to burden them in life? Lebang, mm. um, if there's anything my mother actually taught me was that when you name a child after a significant person or even significant is not really a, na- a word I should be using. If you name a child after a relative that has deceased, has passed on, yeah, um, you whisper to that child that I'm giving you this name. I'm giving you the good side of the name, oh. not the bad side. Okay. Okay. So already subconsciously It's like sowing a seed Isn't naming a child sowing a seed? Absolutely It is Mm. You're sowing a seed And and obviously you would not want to sow a bad seed So I don't have a problem Maybe it comes back to saying But I had an uncle the most wonderful person ever. Exactly. The most successful person. Mm. You know? And we all have a bad side. So I would personally would do as, uh, you know, we learn one generation to another. Yeah. You bestow the goodness of the name to the child. Yes. So I want to ask you something slightly controversial, but, (laughs) (laughs) but I'm like, I'm just curious about it because, you know, we're speaking in the African context Mm -hmm. and this matters to us because we are Africans. Thank you. But there are maybe some people that just, you know, don't necessarily relate. So I want to take it a step back and think about how this would work during the apartheid era. I mean, that was an era that required an African child to have an English name. You didn't have a choice. You had to have an English name. And that was the only way that you were able to find employment back in the day. Nechotad, right? So do we as Africans find meaning in giving our children English names in today's society? Or do you think it is just a consequence of the apartheid era? I love the word consequence. <laughs> I, cause like technically, I, if we had a choice, I don't we think we have. Exactly. We wouldn't have. Exactly. Um, we wouldn't have. Again, let's say if you look at kids that were born from the nineties, um, up to date, how many have English names? Too many. English names? Yeah. I don't think so. Really? No, I don't think so. Or maybe in my circles because we've moved away mm. from from that. Okay. Um and more like Nubian African names, you know? Yeah. Um and when I say Nubian the name is Zania. Okay, okay, comes, I hear you. You understand? Okay. And um now Kibu Luruo Ladili you know. Yeah, because yeah. of hope. Yes. yes. Because of better aspirations. Because of, you know, a brighter future that you're wishing and you're sowing the seed. Remember, we said we're sowing a seed. Yes. You know? So, um, no, man. Put your hand up, Please. Put your hand up, Remember, put your hand up, because of Mamma Holo Johanna Sky Guy. And, and, and 
And Joanna on the birth certificate. Yes. But not in the practice of the name every day. I love that. Not in the practice of the name. Every day. Yes. Um so yeah, maybe. Yeah. But mm-mm. But not as much as before. I think you're right. I mean, if I think about like my friends, my mom has an English name. My dad has an English name. My brothers have English names. I'm the only one, only child that they didn't give an English name to. Hallelujah. But none of my children have English names. None of my kids have English names. You're actually right. Like we are moving away from that forceful, you know, era where it was like you don't have a choice. It was like reclaiming. Exactly. Rebirth of of, of who we truly are, yes. And saying, I'm African. Mm. I am going to embrace Yes, who who I I am. am. I'm gonna own it. Through my identity. Yes. Your name is your identity. Yes. Number play, Dijo. That's the perfect way to describe it. And another thing I want to encourage people to do is if there is a difficult, well, seemingly difficult name. For example, Homolema, who is our show producer. That's his name. When I first got here, uh, he was like, hi, my name is Aaron. My other name is Homolema. I'm like, you know what? I prefer Homolema. It's a beautiful, beautiful name. name. It's stunning. And other people would walk in and be like, uh, what's your name? And he'd be like, Homolema. And they'd be like, uh, they don't even try to pronounce it. They're already giving up from the onset. And for me, that was traumatic because I remember being in, in school and my surname came Khosana. Oh. But then it was butchered to such an extent where it became Gugazana. It loses meaning. It loses meaning. It, it also, I lose my, my confidence mm. because wow, the world isn't even trying to give me a chance. They're not even trying to pronounce my name. At a very early age. At a very early age. So subconsciously, what am I learning? Ugh, my name's not that important. <sighs> Ugh, I can just give them a nickname. When people meet me, hi, uh, what's your name? Kelly Bang. Oh, can I call you Bang? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, what's your name? Tebojo. Can I call you T? No. Make an effort to pronounce my name because my name is, it's my first skin. It's the first... Part of my identity that I'm carrying with me And I'm not going to allow you to Break that Mm. You know And take the shortcut Of using You know My English name Because you prefer to speak English At least try Is what I'm saying You know It's it's Actually You're so right Because For instance um, We are named after Certain people In our family's life Yes And those people Are Reincarnated in us And it could have been my mother's Most treasured Family member So why would I want to go And and, and, and have this name Changed and You know it, mm. I, I had an issue My name My name I had an issue 12 letters Long the variations. That was my great grandmother. Mm. You know? And I once said to my mother, but why did you put that on my birth certificate? Mm. But there's a story behind that. Mm. You know? And I was like, but she was a matriarch. She was she was a prayerful woman. She was you know. So I'm so jealous about my name. Very jealous, like badly. Mm. It's the same as when people say to me, uh, mm. you know, mm. and, and, and it's long and people say, yo, 
and you get kitten and I'm like, okay, you know, I'll take it with a pinch of salt, but Mm, at least try. You know, it is my identity. Mm. And incidentally, my name, Amanda, actually falls off. Mm. A lot of people don't actually use that anymore. Mm. Yeah. Oh man, I love it here. I love it here. So, still keeping it in the African context. I mean, we see in other parts of Africa, uh, for example, in Kenya. Kenya's quite popularly known for adopting famous names uh, for their children. I mean, a number of mothers named their baby boys Obama in 2008 after Barack Obama, obviously the former president of the United States of America. I mean, there's a lot of popular names that people can name their kids for whatever reason. What are some of the most popular names that... Um, You've come across, especially like in South Africa, in the South African context that you've seen uh, mothers and fathers and families name their children. And also what impact do these names have in a spiritual reality? Let's go back to the Kenyan story. Let's go. Let's go back to the Kenyan story. Yeah. Yeah. Story. Have you noticed or um, let me rather put it this way first. Um, Barack Obama is off. African descent. Yes, he is. He is Kenyan, essentially. Exactly. Yes, Kenyan. And now, um, I said to you, naming a child is laying a seed. Mm. Mm. What? Yes. So basically, there is no one who is actually going to go out of the way um, and name a child after some insidious, ominous. Sirakita, for lack of a better example. Yes. Exactly. Mm. So you envisage your, you, you would love the, the, the aura, the, the success, the good world that's around this name to fall on your child. 100%. 100%. I get you. I get you. What's that like? I get you. All right. And, and, but I, I could never get it. I could never get it. I'm like thinking, okay. Personal choice, I wouldn't. So you would never name your child after like a celebrity or like no. a successful famous person. No. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 Can I need to long. Yeah. Beautiful names. Beautiful names. Um. Mm. Mm. You know, Kumo. Kumo, Lerato. And they've become common, but yeah. they are beautiful. They stay Baleza. stunning. Mm. Why would we name a child Baleza? Mm. Look when it was a child born. Mbali. Mm. Um, shwe Shwe. Now that's a name that's not common. What does Shwe Shwe mean? Shwe Shwe is actually beautiful Baleza. Serious? Hey, yeah. And that is a name that we don't really hear a lot. I don't hear that often at all. No. I, I, I only know what we do. Stunning. It's beautiful. Mm. And, and, and across all 11 languages, God, we got beautiful names. There's so many names, guys. There's so many stunning names. And then we settle for people. What's the story behind Kamuhelo? Instead of us saying, yeah, the name is common. Ask why? Maybe because um, 
I was going through a difficult time during um, my 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 pregnancy with my significant other's family, or I'm saying to my sign my significant part of the family to say, "I'm relang." Exactly. Acceptance. Mm. Accept. Mm. There's this, what I love, reciprocation in names that always just seeps out and the story. Everybody has a story. Definitely. And the number plate there, you know? (laughs) I think you're, you're right. In as much as names are common, it won't always be the same meaning to people. Because I know names like Bontombi Futi, Bontombi, Bomangmang, Bolebo. You're like, oh, another one. But if you ask two Ntombis, what is the meaning behind your name? They'll tell you one story. If you ask the second Ntombi, what's the meaning behind your name? They'll tell you a completely different story. But how often do we do that? We don't. Because like you're saying, a name is a number plate. We just... Read what is there and then we keep it moving. But there's a story behind them. There's always a story. And the story is always either tragic, beautiful, but even in tragedy, there's actually beauty, hey? Sure. So many gems today. So many gems. So I, I like what we're doing today. We're, we're keeping it definitely in an African context, but not just South African. So let's look at some of the names that are reserved for twins. So for example, in Uganda, a boy or a man who is called Kakuru or Waswa is likely to be an elder twin and a younger twin is called Kato. So in our case, you know, there are names such as Umangoba, Ngobi, Ntlantla, Tamsanga, Victor, Vincent. How exactly do we differentiate that Umangoba is the eldest and that Utamisanga is the youngest? Like when it comes to twins, obviously it adds a whole other layer. A, a, a very different layer. Complication. Complication, <laughs> blah, 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 blah. But essentially, what is the, I guess, the most correct process in naming twin children? Yeah. I won't say I'm, I'm a guru on this one, but um, let's step back a bit. Let's step back and let's step out of the country for a second. You know, I actually interestingly found out that when it comes to Ugandan naming their babies, they actually put in the clan name. Really? It's a clan name, huh? Dope. I actually sat and I thought, you know, the name association, it's, it's according to the clan. Um, so it could be, it's like an extended family. So it's very common to get people in one area having one last name. Yes. Because it's, yes. It's, it's an extended family. For sure. It need not be, um, blood related, mm. but the fact that we resonate or we come from the same place. Yes. The clan. Yes. Right? So that, 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 I was gobsmacked. Mm. I was like, wow. Mm. That is like taking, um, identity beyond. Mm. Because if you and I were to be of Ugandan descent and Say we meet somewhere in Cape Town, and then you, and then we realize, but you are of my clan. Mm. Does that not mean that you are my mother's child? Exactly. Does that not mean that I am your keeper? Exactly. So the name, mm. you know, that's so stunning. You know. Mm. So when it comes to naming twins, hmm, I don't know. Hey, with us, um, <laughs> young Spaniard in Lukamamil, it it. Naming of a, of twins would also come 
out of the history and you would see in mostly that the family itself has a history of twins. I get. So, umangoba would like, you know, umobi. Mm. The conqueror. Yes. I get. Yes. But what's the story behind that? I love exactly. the thing that, that there's a story behind that. Mm. You know? Mm. And the second name that you gave was? The second one that I gave was Ngobi. Ngobi. Mm. Again, a warrior. Mm. He who has conquered. Mm. Or who, he who will conquer. Yes. Are we not bestowing and, and preparing these kids for life's challenges already? Yeah. And in essence, in the African name of, 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 or in the African way of naming kids is what we are bestowing this goodwill. On our kids Yes Yes Goodwill Yes We are prophesying Yes And mind you Prophesying does not necessarily mean That we have to speak in tongues But we are speaking goodwill On these kids From the day they are born Going forward and saying This is who you are Listen to your name Know your story Know your background And I think we've lost a bit of essence in that. Exactly. And if Mangoba could next door three houses away, at least It doesn't mean Mangoba Waka What is the reason why? Mm. We then need to come back and, and, and back into this clan. That's why I wanted to bring this clan, mm. the community scenes of things. Because mm. um if we stole dog with three houses away, yeah. there's a reason. Yeah. Nah? Yeah. And and the reason is gonna vastly differ completely from Waka. I get you. Complications. Very complicated. So if you do have twins or you know of some twins like Within those twins, they are still individuals, essentially. You know, that's a, that's a totally different topic on its own. Mm. There are individuals, mm. but remember, it, most interestingly, is that identical. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. In essence, are we talking about one soul in two different embodiments? Mm. That's a totally different topic. It's a, a different topic. topic. It's a different topic, but I actually do want to talk about it at some point in the future because I find it so interesting. Absolutely beautiful. Because the biology behind it, obviously, is that these are two different individuals who just were baked in the same oven. Really? But on a more spiritual level? Exactly. These people connect more than... Mm. Any other sibling. Exactly. The, 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 the intuition. Exactly. The, that six things that says, mm. you're my other half. And you're half is guys. Can't Asha. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Or I'm not feeling, I'm, I'm off. Yeah. And then your twin can pick up on it. You need to come back in a few months. We need to have that conversation. <laughs> this is beautiful. We Absolutely. need to have that one. Okay, so as a traditional healer, what are your top fives for someone who's currently maybe struggling to find a name for their unborn child? Do you have advice for someone or just like generally what what's the step, like the first step in naming your child? Like I said, I struggled with this a lot. I eventually did get to the names, which I will share before we go. Okay, I'm, but I'm, I'm, interested. <laughs> I'm interested. What uh, what is your advice? Just like some tips for somebody who's struggling, not even just in the African context, just in J. Yeah. 
Justin J. In J. But not go so in J. Okay, start with the African context. Saying but but Rutladi born. Okay, live up. Um, you know, um, I would love us to actually take a step back and 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 understand and or rather dig deeper in who we are. Um, and if I say as Africans, um, I mean as in Africans, regardless of your the tone of your skin. That regardless of the melanin yes. of the skin, we yes. are African at the end of the day, mm. you know. And um, we need to understand ourselves, yeah, before we give this new person mm. this clean slate, mm. this 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 absolutely milky clean slate, blank canvas. With again, mm. before we give it an identity, mm. um, again, what is going on? Um, what's going on at that life that at that moment in your life that gives so much significant and impact mm. in naming a child? Yeah, you know, be it summer or balisa, mm. you know, be it during a difficult time, or are we bringing back somebody from the past, mm. which is then like it, um, which is then Regardless of that, but then lately is that we've then moved more to African names. I get, yeah. which is absolutely beautiful. Mm. Which is absolutely beautiful. Um, it's such a beautiful name. It is. It's stunning. It's it's good. Yeah, it's good. It's goodness. Mm. You know, mm. it is well. Mm. It is good. However, we're going to play on the English meaning semantics. Yeah. Yeah, and there's not enough English words to translate. So never. Mm. never. Mm. So I always advise people, or I would advise people, look at what um, is going on at that moment yes. or preceding. Yes, you know, sometimes um, women take a while or struggle to conceive mm. and look at the names afterwards. Mm. You know, or um, it is at the most mpo. Yeah. Oh, let's Yeah. common, but they're not common. Because mm, of the This meanings. is my blessing. For sure. At the time when I had given up. For sure. This is my light at the end of the tunnel. What mm. Yeah. So things like that, man. Um, and also couples need to talk. Definitely. Couples need to talk because whatever name we're bestowing our child, it has a an, an greater impact mm. within the family nucleus mm. and outside mm. and beyond. Exactly. Great wine. Yo, banamba crash. Hey. Great wine. You understand? Mm. And th- that is also very important to me. Yeah. And carry that burden of being ridiculed. Exactly. Because of a name. Exactly. Yeah, no. Yeah. You love more. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for being here today. You've, you've shared quite, quite a, a good number of gems for us. Um, and I just hope that at the end of this, somebody who, at home listening who could potentially be struggling with the same thing can know now how to enter this part of becoming a parent, whether it's a first time parent, second time, third time, fourth time, it'll always be a different journey. Uh, Amanda Mudise, aka Goko Hadinelwe. Thank you for joining us today. I really appreciate this. Um, and also I am going to call you back so we can have that other conversation right. about twins and the connection and the bond and what, 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 what. But before we go, I will tell you 
Eventually, after much, much, much thought, I was able to name my beautiful daughter, Snentlanta, because we definitely received all the blessings and all the like new house, new house, new baby, new same day. That doesn't always happen. Exactly, that comes with the new house. I don't know exactly. how you exactly. <laughs> it was amazing, and her second name, Kitabang. Okay. So the joy was just too much. It was sky high. Exactly. Exactly. Beautiful. Exactly. Beautiful. Thank you so much, Gogo, for joining us. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. And thank you at home for listening to cliffcentral.com. It has been awesome to be back. Season two, episode one of Life with Lebang. Who would have thought we'd come back with such a bang? We'll see you soon. Take care of yourself. Cliffcentral.com.